This is Dr. Jeff Meldrum, and you're listening to the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, that's his So, Patrick, this is another episode. It's another, you know, we're going to do our best, okay? But I, I, wanted, I wanted to start with a, a question. It might be a simple question. It might be something you'll be able to answer very easily, but you might have to think about it. You might have to ponder about it a little bit. Oh, goodness gracious. You're already making my brain sweat. Okay. I know. Well, yeah, I think a lot of listeners are going to sweat with something after asking this question. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cannot wait. Oof. Anyway, so the question is, and any listener that's listening, if you if you come up with a, the good, right, yes answer, no answer, whatever, and why, let us know. But Patrick, okay, now, if you were to wear an antenna, you know, you could put it anywhere, put it on your head, you know, whatever, wrap it around your ankle, like a ankle bracelet. I have no idea. Probably best out of your head. I was Two of them say, yeah, on the, each side. The reception won't be good on my ankles, you would think. Well, no, but if you were to wear an antenna to a wedding, now think of this, to a wedding, you've got two antennas and you're at a wedding. The wedding is all done, but with those antenna, would the reception be better? I, you know, that's a question that needs to be thought about, asked, and talked about. Really? <clears throat> that's how you're starting the show off? Start it with a just a knocker. <laughs> well, Mike, uh, yes, the reception would be better. I think so. Now, are we referring to the same reception here? That's the gist of the joke. Yeah. I well, understand. <laughs> I'm just I'm just surprised that you even uh, label it as a joke. Yeah, it isn't. It was It's, it, it's like a farted out pun <laughs> basically. It With was a, a shart on it. <laughs> a very little shart. It was a yeah. uh, it was a feeble attempt at humor. But feeble, feeble. Feeble, feeble. But um that, uh, that's, okay. that's what we're good at. But, yeah, and I thankfully I'm not the one that came up with that. I I will not take credit for it. But it had to be asked. It had to be asked. Yeah. Well, I told you my wonderful dad joke that I I told my my kids. <laughs> yeah. I wonder today. how many of our listener dads would get a kick out of it. I got a slight kick out of it. So I I I, uh, yeah. I threw it at I threw it at my my teen daughters on the way to a town called Bemidji. Bermidji. Uh, yeah, it can be Bermidji for sure. Uh, a town called Bemidji, right in north central Minnesota, an hour north of, of, of here, my residence. And Hence the name changed to Bermidji. Right. 
But anyway, go ahead. Going into Bemidji, about 12 miles, I think, west of it, there is a town called Basida. B E C I D A. I've been so, by that many times. I've been by beside him many times. So I threw out the wonderful dad joke, and forgive me to anybody who thinks I'm being offensive with the with the tone <laughs> that I'm going to use here, but yeah. it's part of the joke. So I told him, if someone ever asks you where Besida is, I simply tell them this: It's all right, Besida, Bemidji. <laughs> Sorry to any uh, Italian listeners we might have. <laughs> <laughs> He's a right of a side of a meji. That's not a good one, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I had to try and match your um, reception joke there. Yeah, so, well, um, go eat a chunk of garlic and try the accent ew, again. Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. No, thank you. No, thank a little you. bit of tomato sauce on it and a piece of pasta. Oh, it's a piece of pasta. Well, Mike, it is good to see you. It is. It is, is good to see you too, my friend. What is it today? Saturday, March 2nd. This is the Paranomaly Zone, but you knew that already. This is your weekly dose of all things. Hell yeah, you guessed it. Paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Kaufmerg, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself. Let me grab my professional notes. How did I refer to you this evening? Ah, yes. The man who literally owns antique cans of reptile cleaner, Mr. I do. Mike Cardinal. Now, please explain to our listeners what the hell I meant by that. He oh. like, he showed me a can, an antique yes. can that is labeled. It's still full, even. It's labeled reptile cleaner. So, yes. explain. Well, I bought this at a rummage sale in a box that just had a lot of neat old stuff in it. And I found it in the box. And it is a can. Well, Justin is the brand name, I guess. Justin Reptile Cleaner cleans, polishes, and preserves genuine leather and imitation reptile leather. Now, you asked, is that for, like, if you have a snake in your house or a <laughs> that's lizard? What, that's what popped my brain. I, I thought, like, <laughs> lizard shampoo. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> lizard shampoo. Well, I'm sure it could work. I don't think they would like it. No, but, um, absolutely not. Yeah, it says it preserves, cleans, and nourishes all reptile leather. Helps eliminate splitting and cracking. Quickly removes dirt. Restores the natural beauty on all colors. Now, is there so a date? You, is there a date on this can? No, but I wish there was. I, you know, what I'm going to have to do is uh, do a Google on it, and I can find it. You got to use the Google. Yeah. It's a Made in USA expressly for Justin Boot Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Keep out of reach of children. Contents under pressure do not puncture or incinerate. Store at room temperature. Damn it. Avoid freezing. And well, do not inhale it. Well, what fun is that, Mike? You can't blow it up. I mean, I know that's oh, what yeah. you... So throw it in the, <laughs> your fire pit in the backyard <laughs> and walk away and wait for it to go. <laughs> he explained to the doctor, how'd you get these third-degree burns? Ah, reptile cleaner. And he go, ah, of course. I have a lot of loose bullets laying around I could do the same with. Jeez, well, I'd be more dangerous, though. Yeah, do you want to say that out loud on the podcast? <laughs> Mike just has random bullets laying, laying well, around they the go house. With my, they go with my vintage antique guns. Yes, so. that's very true. And you do have some pretty badass antique guns. Oh, some, I love some them. Of them you I got, love them. Some of them you got from your, your, your late father, correct? Yes, he gave them to me. I, I have a British Enfield from World War II that he actually used in the Korean War, not this exact one, but one exactly like it, 
he he had this for years and he actually used it for deer hunting oh wow and, uh, and i have bullets for that mike uh, were you a, you i cannot imagine that you were a deer hunter but i'm assuming you never did, did never. your dad take you deer hunting when you no, were nope he knew better oh, i just really? i was too sensitive i was yeah i know, figured i figured you know, I've never even, yeah, I've never even sniffed an opportunity at going deer yeah. hunting. And it's, my, as, my as listeners may or may not know, deer hunting is a phenomenon here up in Minnesota. Obviously. And I mean, in North Dakota. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's huge. It's, it's huge. In the wintertime, I've driven through places, well, where we went to uh, um, Standing Rock Hill and did some EVP work and spirit box work. Sure, work. sure. In that area, certain times in the wintertime, there are hundreds and hundreds of deer. And it's just crazy. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's it's pretty intense. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. people have, um, I guess, what's the word I want to I, I want to think of? It's it's like okay, it's like a holiday. People get yeah. released from work so they can go yeah. for two weeks uh, on their deer hunting escapades, and it's it's yep. totally it's no big deal. It's awesome. It's like yeah. oh, oh I get it, I get it. Yes, go. Go shoot these, are, these are people that wish for snow during deer hunting season yeah. so they can track them easier. What a bizarre year, man. <laughs> it is March 3rd and there's not one drop of snow. Maybe, well, yeah. there's, there's a little ice because it's, that's Minnesota for you. I mean, it's a beautiful warm day today, but a couple days ago it was down to like 13 again. Right, You know, right. <laughs> with really strong, just yep. ice cold yep. winds. We have that here as well. But now... You know, it's going to be up in the 50s, yep. upper 40s, and, you know, we could grill out if we wanted to, yeah, it comfortably. Was, it, was so, <laughs> it was so nice out, I, uh, I didn't wear pants uh-huh. or shorts. Okay. You wore a pair of panties or pantyhose? Uh, long johns. Okay. And that's With it. panties underneath, probably. <laughs> Bright red uh, uh, long johns. Um, with uh, a, with a flap in the back, with a flap in the back, <laughs> unsealed, unhooked flap. Yeah, the buttons have been undone, which revealed <laughs> revealed my uh, Star Wars Yoda undies. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I, and it also showed you showed your Boba Fett tattoo on your left ass cheek. It sure did. It sure. I mean, <laughs> you can't. As hard as I try, you can't cover that sucker up, man. It's just, yeah, absolutely. You know how it is. Uh, I'm glad I've never seen it. And no, no, everybody, I am kidding. I don't even own a pair of long johns. But it's, you have, but, <laughs> but you have holes in your nipples. <laughs> I, I, well, I did at one point well, for sure. And uh, that's just as bad. I'd rather have the tattoo on my ass. <laughs> I'm sure I've shared this story on the podcast before. Uh, but yeah, yeah, when I got when I got said nipple pierced years ago, it was bizarre because there's actually another patron there. It was a middle aged gal, and she saw that I was going to get said nipple ripped open and she walked in the back room where this was going to happen and she said can i watch <laughs> <laughs> where was her hands when she said that? <laughs> i don't know i don't know all, all i know is i was very uncomfortable laying there shirtless with uh this thing about ready to uh almost sever my, my male appendage you know but so. I, what i want to know is how did you answer her i said sure i didn't care <laughs> I really didn't. I was like, yeah, if you want to, <laughs> I guess. How old was this lady? Did you say she was an older lady? I don't I know. I, I, I guess middle-aged, I, I would say, 40s, 50s, maybe. Wow. Yeah. From what can I remember. I watch. Yeah. Can I watch? Let the boy watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, Mike, um, it is good to see you. Um, I tweeted last night that it's, you know, it's not, 
I hope it wasn't misunderstood what I what I tweeted about promoting this show. This isn't like a rebirth of the paranormal oh, zone. We can't do that again because it screws us up badly. Yeah, my my bad, my my failure, <laughs> uh, my poor decision. Uh, yeah, let's change the name. Let's change six years of the Ultimate Rob Podcast built built up audience uh, members. You very poorly advertise it. I didn't advertise it. <laughs> I know. I don't know what the hell I was. I was. Hence thinking. the word poorly, which should be uh, yeah. an adjective or two added to it. Yeah, poorly. You know, Pat poorly did whatever. Pat poorly promotes podcasts. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's not like a rebirth or, or we're not really doing any major changes, but we are, and we, we've had some serious discussion here, Mike, and we're always open and honest here. And let's let, the, list, let the listeners know what we're kind of intending on doing, uh, from here on out. We're going to kind of resort to some of our ultimate podcast tactics, I guess. Um, when we became the paranormal zone, uh, we decided to be more focused on a single topic, you know, and we'd have different We'd have different uh, segues into like Bigfoot encounters or alien stories or whatever, you know, but we always wanted to be very, very focused. The last call, I think it was called. And then we and then we had terminal episodes. Not saying we're not going to have terminal episodes anymore. Right. Um, uh, we're going to we're still going to have a true crime dedicated episode, you know, on Which occasion. we're due for for a we're, long time. Yeah, we're overdue. Yeah, we're overdue. Um, but we are, when I say that we're going back to some of these alternate real podcast tactics, we're just going to be even more so as hard as it may be to believe we're just going to be more and more laid back and um structured in a sense that differs from what we've been doing as a paranormal zone we're going to go right. back to like segments we're going to go back to uh different um i don't know highlights or lowlights <laughs> throughout the yes. episode more deep dive uh topic and subject matter uh, that we yeah. are going to come out with a blast of of knowledge well you you will yeah i guess <laughs> i guess we used to be good at that you know it's like today today's episode is a perfect example because it's still going to be uh ghostly in nature i mean we're all everything is going to be we always have to be paranormal everything is tied to the yes, everything is tied to the paranormal you know these new segments they're all going to be fun and crazy and weird but they're all going to be surround you know all going to be dedicated to the paranormal the weird the strange and mysterious um yes some of the new segments, I mean, we wrote down several notes. We kind of bantered back and forth what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to, well, just read them off. A lot of alliterations here. We got, yes. we got ghost gab thoughts on specific paranormal questions. We've got paranormal ponderings, like Mike's specific. Maybe if he feels like it, feels up to it. This is a work in progress, everybody. Mike has a little cute segment where he talks about some personal ghostly experience. It's so cute. Uh, monster musings, you know, random cryptid alleged cryptid encounters, weird encounters, paranormal puzzlers, more as kind of a rename of the head scratchers segment from years, right. you know, years ago. Uh, you know, maybe we're going to throw in some sort of game, some sort of contest. That'll be fun. I had the idea maybe of doing like some segment called blast from the past. Maybe be a better, better name. Eventually they'll pop yeah. into my brain, but we're going to just go and record a random minute and a half, two minute clip from an episode. And then what? 2016, 2017. And whenever I choose, I'll go on our Patreon page and I'll find something I'll record it and we'll share it on this episode and we'll talk about it. We'll say, oh my God, we sounded moronic. <laughs> we'll like about, we do today. Yes. Let's listen to how much we've grown and matured. You know, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Um, I mean, any how, sort of random how much, stuff. How much Patrick's voice has changed. I know. Then. It doesn't pierce, you know, you know, bat's ears anymore, pretty much. Um, <laughs> the dogs don't howl. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got pop culture and, you know, paranormal and pop culture, supernatural slants, uh, 
known stories slash cases or even people with possible paranormal roots, connections. I think this one would be pretty cool, Mike. We have Conspiracy Corner. Again, random yes. brief takes. Keyword brief. Brief takes on alleged conspiracies. There's that word again, alleged. God damn it, I gotta stop saying that. I think I've said it five times already. Hey, that reminds me too. Uh, uh, just recently, there was a show on, I can't remember what it was, but it seems that with uh, technology today that has been used, I don't know if it was LIDAR or some kind of a ground penetrating something or other, but they feel that they have found where Jimmy Hoffa was buried. Are you serious? I'm serious. And it's it not, was I thought at, I thought he was supposedly like buried underneath like giant stadium or something like that. At the one of the end one of the goal areas of the end zone. stadium. Yes, yeah. that is what they think they have found. That was always been a uh, a um I don't want to say conspiracy, but that's always been a theory. Theory, exactly. Exactly. Where the hell he supposedly ended up? Hmm. Well, I still think it was aliens, but you think so? Really? Yeah, he's probably up on some ship right now, hoffing away, hanging out with Bigfoot up there, hoffing oh. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, hoffing and puffing. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, another one. Another one popped in my brain. I like this haphazard horror. We're going to start off this episode with this segment: uh, random weekly doses of. The macabre, Mike. Uh, any, I love it. Yeah, I any just stuff that maybe, perhaps make your skin crawl, makes your skin crawl a little bit. But right. this will be, this will go all over the place. So I got a good one. To start off this segment today. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Good episode. Uh, we're not changing how we are. No, no worries to those who saw the tweet. Yeah, well, um, that, that could have upset some people, but well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Um, yes. but can I can I interject? With, no, you cannot. With one quick question, and this is a this is a real question. Fine, as long as it's quick. Okay, is Disneyland a people trap operated by a mouse? That I need to know. That I need to know. And I think it's a possibility. But so, are you going to do this throughout the episode? You're just going to throw out questions like that? <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm putting my list away right now. I think that's a. I think that's a good idea, though. I like that. I think you should do that just to break it up every now and then to stop sure. stop me from ranting. Um, just throw, throw fish out get some. cramps after eating. I, you know, stuff like that. I, I have to know. Did you say do fish get crabs? What cramps oh. after eating? Ah, they, they don't wait that half hour. But would they have to be on land, out of the water after they eat to get the cramps? Well, you know, some fish can walk on land. That's yes. that's no joke. Junior, you can't get out of the water until a half hour after you <laughs> ate that worm. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But anyway, hmm. I have interjected enough at this moment, so go ahead. Can I continue then? I'm, I'm allowed to go on? Okay. Can I finish? Can I finish? Yes. <laughs> right. I forgot where I was now. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. my that. fault. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, get it out of the way, the necessary plugs. But it is. It's a necessary, necessary evil for sure. Starting next month. Starting in April. April. And this is, this is seriously, this will be a big change. But we think it'll be but a cool. good one. It'll be a good one, and I think it'll be worth a, it. Um, a simple one to deal with. We have tried our best to have a very consistent recording schedule to get a minimum. We suck at it. A minimum of four episodes out a month. You know, one a week. Yes. And sometimes, right. like Mike said, we downright suck at that for various various reasons. They're all legit, and, but man, alive, crap happens. And we apologize to every listener that we hopefully still yes. have. And we, you know, um, and we understand that that can be frustrating. Um, yes. But what we have decided to do 
is we are going to cut down the amount of episodes per month to two. It's going to be an every other week episode starting in April. But, 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 I was going to say, yes. If you just miss us so much and you just need your, your, your weekly dose of your Paranomaly Zone content, yeah, I bet you can see where this is going. We are, no doubt about it, we are going to be recording multiple Patreon episodes per month. If those two flagship episodes a month aren't enough for you, well, good golly, Miss Molly, gosh darn it, anyhow, head on over to the Paranomaly Zone Patreon page because we're going to have multiple new par- uh, Patreon-exclusive episodes every month for your listening pleasure. You can sign up for a buck. Um, it sounds like you're begging for money. Does it? Does it really? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's okay because I, I have been also as well. I, I you know, well, I started a freaking GoFundMe <laughs> for, for crying out loud. Well, you have legit reasons. Like your your basement is a swamp right now, essentially. So yeah. Yeah, the I, furnace. I'm. We're waiting for it to just burn the house up. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm going to thank. I'm going to thank uh, some listeners on your behalf because I asked you if you wanted to do this last weekend, and you felt so humbled, and you didn't want to bring it up. Do you? Right. You know where I, I'm going? I, do you want to? Do you want to take over? Do you want me to? Well, say? no. You go ahead. But you know, I have not reached out to these people individually yet. But I swear to God, I am going to write a heartfelt message to each one of yes. them. Thanking them for their their love and compassion and yes all that. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, you know you know who you are listening. Hopefully, you're listening yes. to this in the near future, and you help Mike out in in his sincere dire needs right now. He and Mary are. Um, and again, we're not making this a woe is me woe is me segment by any means, and we're we're gonna move on. But Mike sends his heartfelt thanks to you, and like he said, he's going to reach out to you personally. You guys know who you are. So kind of you. I mean, it blow it it blows me away. I know Mike was very moved. And, um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, and I, I'm, I'm very moved also by not having my hot water heater work for months. <laughs> we, we heat water on the stove to wash our hair in our private oh, parts. <laughs> so I thought you, I thought you were saying it makes you move because, like, when you take a shower, you're you're like doing jumping jacks in there now to kind of keep the body heat going. You're like, I, oh, I, gotta I won't be, I won't do that. My penis will freeze and fall off if I do. See, <laughs> see, I was going to mention, Mike. It's like you know, we're, we're kind of going on a new venture. Can you hold your tongue with the penis word every now? <laughs> I thought I'd been doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm, and I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can, I know, you I can know. say it as much as you want. Just well, well, not, maybe not. No, don't say it you, as much would, as you want. Would you rather that I said penis or vagina? Uh, I guess. Well, neither of them are offensive to me by any means. And why should they be? Well, they're, they're just they're appendages. They're body parts. Yeah. They're. <laughs> but the thing is that there are some people that could be offended by that. I and I don't want to offend anybody. I, exactly. Exactly. Well, we we've we've received notices from people saying you know that our humor is very childish and they. <laughs> so it's like just like it's like hey you know what you throw out a penis joke every now and then so be it okay it's not like. Yeah. Something. But even if it's it's not liked by one listener, I will gladly stop. Oh, I know. I get you, Mike. I get you. So, zip it. Zip it. With the private part commentary. You got it? Okay. Zip. Okay. It is zipped. Okay, good. Mike, let's start off the show. Um, oh, you rambled a lot. <laughs> I did write down, too. I said, I wrote down on, uh, by an asterisk. I said, background music comment. I, I briefly thought about, you know, maybe it's time to bring back some of that, you know, very, very quiet background music, but I decided against it, and probably wisely. So, um, a, a particular longtime listener, if you're still out there, I know that you commented on how you were annoyed as hell by the background music. Don't worry. 
I'm not bringing it back. I'm not bringing okay. it back. So, well, it, it you you used to like way way back. You used to have it so loud. It's like I know. I can't understand what you're saying. I know. I know. All I, I hear is this crackly music and and Patrick's voice, you know, popping out once in a while. <laughs> but you loved it. You said, "No, we gotta have that background music." Now yeah. that was a good change. Dumping that. Yeah, I think but so. We too. do need we do need the soundboard back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the thing is, I need to find a new uh, player because yes, I think. Do. I think um, when it works great, it works great, but it also seems to be causing more problems, and I just I'm too nervous to risk it because I we've been right. experiencing knock on wood too many dang internet connection problems. I've been I've been experiencing knock on wood too many damn hard drive problems on my computer, which causes my laptop to literally just give me the blue screen of death in the middle of like a conversation like this. And so, right. please, and podcast God, gods, do not do that to me today. Right. And we do need to do this because, you know, we don't want to disappoint listeners. We obviously don't want to lose listeners, but I mean, that's totally their choice and, and no judgment, no questions yeah. asked. But, um, you know, if we disappoint people, that has to turn around. You sound so <laughs> sad when you said that. Oh, my gosh. I, my. Well, that's because I love our listeners and I know you do, too. There's a There's a real love there. It's not like, you know, you know, just easily thrown out there no no I, I, yeah, and, we're and, not. and that's the way it is i mean and i'm being totally serious about that yeah so anyway carry on nope yep oh, don't make don't don't say the dumb joke please okay but okay so what do little birds see when they get knocked unconscious or knocked on the head what do little birds see we see the birds flying around our head well cartoons do but why what do birds see like people running around their head in a and making little people noises, I, I don't know. They see the passed-on spirits of former bird family members. Yeah, hey. maybe. There you go. Mike, Wait. it's time for a new segment. It's called Haphazard Horror. Yeah, we're talking about weekly random doses of the macabre. I think this is a good one. Mike, are you familiar with the name Robert Liston? I've heard it. And I'm not, he's, he is in no way related, related to former heavyweight boxing champion, Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston, absolutely. Uh, this guy was alive well before that time. Uh, born in 1794, as a matter of fact. Passed away uh, in 1847. Could be an ancestor, possibly. But this guy, he was a Scottish surgeon, okay? Oh, he'd be a Scottish surgeon. Back in the uh, early uh, 1800s. Drinking the old Talamadu blended whiskey is what he is. So he might be a long lost relative of yours, maybe. I guess. Scottish. Well, he was the dram. Not no, you're no, you're Norwegian. I keep getting, I keep forgetting you're Norwegian, I, not Scottish. I'm very, very Norwegian. I'm very Scotch Irish too. I mean, kind of like a, like well, a, and British. I'm kind of like a, a, kind of an even mix. You, you are a literal melting pot, all yes, on your own. A, a, a very, very wonderful. <laughs> nationalities that I'm so proud of and right. that's that's the honest truth. A a pasty white melting pot. Well that's my Norwegian. Yeah. Yes. Well Mr. Robert Liston was a Scottish surgeon most famous for amputating a patient's leg in under two and a half minutes. In fact wow. operating so quickly that in the process he also amputated the fingers of his assistant that was holding the man down because they did not use any anesthetic at the time. Slashed the coattails of a spectator who happened to then drop dead from sheer terror. 
What did he use? A samurai sword or what? <laughs> the patient, Sheesh. Robert Liston's patient and his assistant, later died from gangrene. God. A very it... dirty samurai sword. <laughs> a very, very dirty samurai sword. <laughs> Gotta weave it to rust on it. Get rid of it. Making it the only recorded operation with a 300% mortality rate. And that record will never be beat. Whew. I hope to God not, but I'm Good not. I'm not God. done yet. I'm not done yet. Oh, oh, I wish you were, but go ahead. Now, British surgeon, fellow British surgeon, and author Richard Gordon described Liston as the following: Liston was six foot two and operated in a bottle green coat with Wellington boots. Ah. He sprung across the blood-stained boards upon his swooning, sweating, strapped-down patient like a duelist, calling. This is a quote. Time me, gentlemen. Time me. <laughs> Yelling. So he's this. trying to beat his own record. Is what he's doing. <laughs> At the, much to the chagrin of his strapped down patients, he yelled, "Time me, gentlemen!" To his students, craning with pocket watches from the iron railed railing galleries. Everyone swore that the first flash of his nice knife was followed so swiftly by the rasp of saw on bone oh, God. that sight and sound seemed simultaneous. To free both hands, he would clasp the bloody knife between his teeth. Wow. Now, Gordon's book, Great Medical Disasters from 1983, lists some of Liston's other surgical procedures. No. These are some of his successful surgical procedures. <laughs> Removal Wait. in four minutes, Mike. Of a 45-pound scrotal tumor. Oh, my God. Whose owner had that to... man had a hard time sitting. This is no joke. This is like the freaking South Park episode. Whose owner <laughs> had to carry it around in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Not funny, but it's just ooh. Also, he is known to have amputated the leg in less than two and a half minutes, but in his enthusiasm, the patient's testicles as well. Of course. I mean, you can't get him out of the way. Arguments with his house surgeon. House surgeon was the red pulsating tumor and a small boy's neck, a straightforward abscess of the skin, or a dangerous aneurysm of the carotid artery. Pooh, Liston exclaimed impatiently, whoever heard of an aneurysm in one so young? Flashing a knife from his waistcoat pocket, he's lanced it. <clears throat> yes, he did. Houseman's note. Out leaped arterial blood, and the boy fell. The patient Oop, died. A little green frog and chirping away. The patient unfortunately died, but the artery lives in the University College Hospital Pathology Museum, specimen number 1,256. I don't want to see it. And last but not least, in 1846, Liston went on to perform the first operation using modern anesthesia in Europe. He also invented bulldog forceps, a tool to lock artery forceps, and a leg splint to help with fractures and dislocations. Both are still used today. So there you go. It ended on a high note there for Surgeon Robert Liston. Yeah. Okay, so somebody's got a bad foot and it's very badly mangled and broken. Oh, I think I'm going to go see Dr. Lissa. He's really good. No, <laughs> no, you uh, don't do that. 
your family, if they're there, or doctors that are there watching are going to die. You need a nut cup when you go see Dr. Robert Liston. Oh, jeez. Made out of freaking iron. An iron nut cup. That is, you cannot remove it. It is uh, samurai safe. Um, yeah, hopefully you, you don't have a uh, testicle tumor that grows to the size of a, this gentleman's 45-pound ailment. Oh, and that rusty, raspy star that he cuts through those bones. Gotta love the sound of bones through femurs. Oh, bones. <laughs> Saws through femur bones. Goodness and gracious. Bone dust and chunks flying everywhere. <laughs> anyway, okay. So good. I think we're going a little too far on this, but. No, I, I think it's a good start. I'm done. That's that's our first, uh, our first take, our first attempt at our haphazard horror segment, Mike. What do you think well, about that one? Ufta. Well, the only thing I have to say about that is why do feet smell and noses run? I do not understand that. But anyway, go ahead. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are. I'm sorry. Done. That was that was actually pretty good. That was good timing. All right. And that, was anyway. pretty, that was pretty good. I, I'm proud of you. I like that. I one. feel bad that I threw it in there, but go don't, ahead. I feel bad. No, you, you own a you own canned reptile cleaner, so you don't ever feel bad. Don't ever feel bad. Uh, and we don't want this obviously to be any you know like just a, a segment filled uh, right. new new Absolutely. take of the paranormally zone. Absolutely. So, uh, Mike, let's go into a new segment. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, you know, the Silent Hill movie poster that I have behind me, the woman, the little girl doesn't have a mouth. Yeah, I still saw her smile when I said that. A little wow, bit. Wow, no kidding. Got a little bit of smile on that no mouth face. Well, yeah, that one. Oof. Isn't that, isn't that, don't people, you know, claim that like sometimes if they stare long enough at the Mona Lisa, they swear that she starts smiling and even more profoundly than she does because she has like very faint little kind of like, eh. absolutely. And they start noticing the fuzz on her right. on lip. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I get it because you know what that reminds me of, Mike? Scrying. You sit there and you stare at a mirror Absolutely. forever. You're going to start looking like, you know, you know Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why the hell Lawrence Taylor. Do you even know who Lawrence Taylor is, Mike? I have no idea. He is a Hall of Fame uh, outside linebacker for the New York Giants. Uh, uh, hence the reason I do not know who yeah, he is. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I'm going to make a very... Uh, very serious. Um, uh, I'm gonna let this out. Just let it go. Let it go. I, I've tried, and I've tried, but I, <laughs> I hate football. I know you do. That's just where you. I, that's, you I and hate I, it. You and I just clash on that one, man. Oh my god! But we have never ever sat down and attempted to even talk about it because I respect your uh, your aversion to it. So, but what team would I have to go with? I mean, hey, you hush. The, you hush. <laughs> you don't go there. And, and and why? Why would I? But anyway, go ahead. I I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mr. Poofy Pants over there. Do radioactive cats have half eighteen half lives? I that's a question I need to know too. That was pretty not, not as good as the other one. But that was well, good. it's something to think about though. That's it a, is. that's a ponderable. Is it, I don't know if it's a paranormal puzzler, but it's it's getting No, it's there. not. It's not. So Mike, you know that this show is and always will be focused heavily on all things paranormal. I mean, it just always will be. That's why we started this show. You know, show. That's why, yes. Make, you know, well, we started that. That's our, our ride or die. Bridget and I started it because we just wanted to have a fun podcast. You know, Nonsense, Get Ra Nonsense Cast Radio was just a bunch of random silliness on her, on my and her parts. 
mine and her parts, and um, slowly, gradually. I, I came along and ruined it all. No, you did not. You did not. Dustin Perry came, did that. We can blame I ruined it with my drunken, drunken no, episodes. No, no, no. Again, you can blame Dustin Perry, okay? He's the one who set us <laughs> down this path, okay? And Dustin, if okay. you're listening, I know you're not. But, we love you. Um, we love yeah. you, Dustin, and that is that is a God's honest truth. And yet, we are going to still um, attempt to to land awesome guests on our show on occasion because how how can we not? It's always an honor, always a blast to talk to. Yeah, we've been all failing at that a little bit. Fantastic, lately. all these fantastic people. Well, it's it, you know it's been really difficult. I'll, I'll I'll just be I'll just be frank, and you can be Mike, and I'll Absol- be Frank. Absolutely, um, it's it's really it's really hard. People are busy. And it's different, Mike. It really has changed even since, even the last five, six years. I could reach out to people very, very casually. And a lot of times yeah. I would be luck out and they would reply. Not too many people do that anymore. I yeah. mean, now it's like, well, let's let's get your people to yeah. contact our people. Exactly. And- it, yeah. And that's no joke. <laughs> and, you know, and I totally understand. Exactly right. Yeah. So I thought, but though, you know, we just, understand. Yeah, we understand. You know, all things ghostly. It's always going to be all things ghostly on this show. Um, Let's dive into some ghost gab, Mike. Uh, ghost gab, we're going to be talking about, you know, kind of our thoughts, theories, opinions on any sort of specific paranormal question or, you know, what have you, hypothesis, you know. And I found a really interesting, quick, short little list. They're just random questions. I want to throw some okay. out to you. I like it. And we're going to try and do this, you know, weekly, every other week, whatever. But this is ghost gab time, boys and girls. We go from haphazard horror to ghost gab. I, I'm telling you, the alliterations are are everywhere in this new We should have venture. stuff like this we need to have intro music for. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. <laughs> well I have you know I still have some I still have some for our weekly top five WTF, you know, some really hard blasting hardcore rock and roll stuff, you know. But I mean I'll find some new stuff. Yeah. Uh the five minutes alone segment was always pretty cool. Um which was super fun because Bridget was awesome at that because she would find something that she was pissed off about. And woo five minutes of pure um Adrenalized venting. Ranting. All right, Mike. I mean, we're start off with a very, very basic but okay. profound question. What are ghosts? Let's briefly take that on again. Again, we've we've talked about this several times, but you take it for now. What are uh, ghosts? It's the discorporated soul of a human being. Discorporated. Yeah, I learned that off of the original first uh, Pet Cemetery movie. I like it. I this like corporate. that. Anyway, so elaborate though, Mike. Go on. Go on a little bit about what you feel inside of you. What is it? What are ghosts? What is it? You see an apparition. What the hell are you seeing? You're seeing the pure energy, the spirit, the soul, the what is left behind after a, a the flesh and blood human deceases. <laughs> Ceases to exist. Ceases to be. You know, and and wherever the soul is in you, whether it's in your heart or it's just the shape of you in your body, it's like, you know, who knows? Um, It's been said to be seen leaving the body at times. I mean, people witness this. Um, It went to join the choir invisible. Right, exactly. It's it's pure energy. It is the pure energy that has existed within us since... Before birth, I believe, conceptually, spirit assigned to this physical being, after it's done with the physical body, it, it has to leave. It's like 
it's like rats jumping off of a sinking ship, maybe. I don't know. You know, so, that's a I bad mean, analogy. But no, no, I, I don't think it's a bad analogy. So um, you are definitely of the belief that the human body is kind of like you said, Mike, the ship, the vessel. The human body is simply the vessel. Absolutely the vessel. For this energy that yes. always is. It's it, the pure energy that has... All the knowledge of what we gained throughout our lives, and I think when this when the spirit has that energy and is that energy, that knowledge and everything expands. Uh, um, we're more than what we were physically, but you know, but we still, as a spirit form, as our energy form at that stage, still has, you know, carries on human. Uh, uh, I don't want to say imperfections, but human uh, attributes, uh, feelings, knowledge, emotions, it's all wrapped up in that. That's where we get like, you know, the earthbound spirits, the, the, the visits from spirits, uh, you know, the haunted houses, the things that we love to hunt for. So you definitely are, you 100% believe that the, common um how do i want to say it? not description but the basis of what a ghost is to you is it is a soul it is a spirit it is an energy related yeah. to it's the spark it's physical of, of living if you if you want to speak uh religiously or whatever i mean it's the spark that's given to each person at at birth assigned already assigned before conception so it is not in any way to you i know we talked about this kind of recently it is not in any way to you some sort of misconception mis you know uh, a misconception on how we perceive things when someone sees a ghost they're not seeing the spirit of one who formerly lived in a physical vessel on this earth they are in fact seen the breaking of the interdimensional veil. And I'm talking mm -hmm. about like time travel. I'm talking multiple dimensions here. I'm talking about right. other existences that are somehow kind of bubbling together. You know, you mm -hmm. sure you see like you you see like a you know a carbonated drink every now and then. A lot of those bubbles they pop up to the surface and some of them kind of mm -hmm. go in and out inside of each other, right? Right. Okay, sure. Yeah. You know, so those are think of those bubbles as like dimensions and every now and then one dimension goes inside of the other one and then like people I'm doing air quotes people in that bubble are seeing themselves from the other bubble as they both intertwine. Sure. Yeah. And 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 they're everywhere. It's it's like a neutrino that Yeah. You can't see them, but they're there and they're bouncing everywhere. Yeah. Maybe they're going through each other. You know, it's like a level. I of, love that possibility. A lower level of, of something like that. You know, for me, honestly, I love that possibility of the, you know, countless dimensions and the idea of. Oh, absolutely. Quote unquote ghosts actually being versions of ourselves from another dimension. I love that idea. Yeah. You know, but I think I'm leaning with you, Mike, whereas I think ghosts, as we commonly perceive them, are in fact spiritual nature they are like a soul so to speak right um 
That's how it's I'm. That's essence. how I'm it's leaning. Very good. Yes, it's the essence. It's the energy. Yeah. I like. I. That's where I'm leaning. But I love the idea of the interdimensional um, explanation as well. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right, moving on. A couple more questions quickly here. Okay. Can a person, Mike, be followed from place to place by a ghost? Oh well, that's a stupid question. Of course. <laughs> I mean, look what are at you how saying? many. Uh, look at how many. Look at how many investigators go to places, go to cemeteries, houses, whatever. And then they go home, go to bed that night, and holy shit, there's something there that came, came popped in the car and came home with them. I mean, <laughs> you know. Attachments, uh, baby. Attachments. I attachments, mean. exactly what it is. I, it, you know, and, you know, our listeners know about all that stuff. I mean, we have the smartest listeners in the world to any podcast. Well, if, if, yes. if that was a quote-unquote dumb question... And I'm, 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 no, it wasn't a dumb question. No. There are no dumb questions. Why, Mike, are some people more receptive to ghosts than others? Mm. Hmm? Mm. Come on, Mr. Smarty well, Pants here. Like me, uh, very receptive. And, and since, I think, childhood, you know, I wonder about my, my uh, imaginary friend Tom when I was barely four or five years uh, old I, I remember. remember that i remember that like it was yesterday i remember you talking about uh, tom i remember being in my bedroom sitting on the floor playing with my my uh, uh hot wheels or whatever and uh or my tinker whatever whatever they are but anyway um, <laughs> you're gonna say tinker toys my, my tinker dinker <laughs> my lincoln lincoln logs whatever uh, anyway lincoln logs love them yes or or my barrel of monkeys that I mentioned on the last episode. But anyway, where, where were we? I totally blew this out of my mind. Ask why why are some people more receptive to ghosts than others? Okay, yes, right. Okay, there are some people, uh, like me, I'm going to add myself into this, and not as, a, oh, look at what I can do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> look but, what I can do. Look what but, I can um, do. But um, I think your reception starts with everybody at a young age. And people have heard this analogy before that, that, uh, you know, before you get wrapped up in the world, wrapped up in, in, uh, people saying, ah, you're too old to believe in that crap. You know, uh, you know, that, that can just ruin a kid's thing. It's like, there is no Santa Claus. What? You yeah, know, I know it's I know. like ghosts. There's no such a thing as that. Bridget. Even though that kid may have been experiencing what possibly could be a spiritual, spiritual entity, uh, that they only thing that they can rationalize it as is is a friend. There's somebody else that's there. You know, Bridget just finally told me last last Easter that there was no such thing as the Easter Bunny. As what? As there's no such thing, no such thing as the Easter Bunny. Bridget finally told me that last year. There is there is many Easter bunnies, and they're all chocolate, and they're very tasty. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I believe. You broke my then forty six year old heart. I mean, yeah, I'm well, still, still trying to recover. So. Every time you bite that chocolate face off, you're you're murdering another <laughs> Easter bunny. So, but boy, there's a good, little bit of Cadbury there, and you're, I'm happy. So, have you answered the question? Why are some people more receptive? Or so anyway. Um, I'm sorry, I me, wasn't I wasn't paying attention to you. So I know. I, <laughs> yeah, that's why at the end of the show, after we're done recording, you're like, okay, what did you mean by? Yeah, I clarify after we're done. <laughs> And the more we do this, the more I'm getting away from the answer to this question. But, okay, I grew up choosing to be, to not let this go. Well, and I, like I've said to a long time, 
listeners mm-hmm. that uh, um, I I was raised that way. My my father, I mean, he was like my rock, my paranormal rock that I that I held on to and grew up with. Um, but the sensitivity is there. The the willing to have that sensitivity and accept it, uh, to not gloss over it. You're going to be more receptive. The more you the more you let yourself believe, the more you see, the more you experience, there's no way that you're going to lose that. And, and you, every reason that you're going to have it, you know, that, you know, I could go very deep with that. No, and, I, and I, 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 going, but I totally uh, get you because I think it's when you're young, you are so easily influenced. You can be so right, easily, exactly. easily influenced. I mean, you're still is the term malleable is that the correct you know you're you, you're still sure. forming your own personality your own personal belief system you know and if someone that you totally look up to or respect or any number of things adamantly tells you one thing or another one way or another you're probably going to be set in that way of thinking for quite right. a while exactly um, heavily influenced by it's, you know by I mean, others this, this will sound kind of humorous for everyone who knows that I'm not exactly a gigantic man. I mean, I, you know, but I use this, this analogy. You're a teeny tiny fan. I am a teeny tiny <laughs> little man. Um, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, five foot seven, 145 pounds of pure, I don't know what you want to call it, pure, maniacal, ruthless, you're, uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. You're, else. you're so tiny. I could use you for a toothpick. I know he uses me <laughs> as a plunger every now and then. I can fit down that damn toilet. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, just as an example, it'll seem humorous, but we we briefly mentioned it before. I mean, yeah, I've been a lifelong fan of sports. I have yes, lost well, like like millions of people. I have lost probably years of my life stressing out over, you know, the Vikings and the twins and the Timberwolves and go on and go on, you know, but especially back in the day, I was so passionate, Mike, about football. Football players were like heroes to me, you know, and I, and and baseball, of course, baseball, you know, but I loved, absolutely loved playing football. I, Mike, I was so passionate about it and I dreamed of being, again, Start to laughter now. I dreamed of being a professional football player. You know, when I was younger, I wanted, I loved playing running back. I wanted the ball. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I was fast. I could do all that good stuff. And I zigzag around. Zigzag around. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, it sounds silly, but no, it's had, not silly. I had hopes. I really had Don't hopes. Feel it. And my example, thing. my long-winded example, is finally ending because I remember my uh, cousin, my older cousin, who shall go nameless. He. You know, at the time, I respected what he what he had to say, and he was a large guy. He was, I don't know where he came from. He's he's like a 6'3", 260. He's a big guy. And not, he was, not typical to the Koffenberg family, or is it the other side? Not the Koffenberg side. No, my mom's side. Okay, um, sure. Okay. And I just, I admired him. I looked up to him, and one, t- one day he, he was talking to me about what I wanted to be, and I said, I want to be a football player, and he just said, give up. He says, you're too small. And that was it. Well, I mean, and it crushed me. I mean, yeah. that's oh, all. Yeah. I, and so I said this long-winded story <laughs> as an example is what you were talking about. You know, if it's exactly, pounded yeah. into your brain as a kid that ghosts are silly or, you know, the idea of them existing is silly, you're probably going to grow up feeling that way. And, and the example that you, you just put out 
uh, about yourself, yeah. it still sticks with you. Absolutely. But, but you know, but you got to get over it, Patrick. I know. I still, I still have dreams of being a forty-seven, <laughs> son. forty-seven-year-old, yeah, uh, star running back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, it, it was an example. But I think you got the point. You could actually be part of the goalpost, maybe. I could. <laughs> or one of the uprights on the right side or the the up. No, yeah, maybe. Hey, maybe I'll somehow be used in the the discovery of Jimmy Hoffa somehow. You, know, you could you could be hanging from a goalpost as an effigy or something. I could. I could be. I could be the some sort of tiny, teeny tiny mascot. I mean, after after the game, they burn you. <laughs> okay, now we're getting a little extreme here. Um, yeah, I know. You could be a pinata. Full of okay, got it. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> anyway, anything else? A trash can? No, I'm, a living trash no, no, can? No no, 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 we don't want to go that far. Okay, um, I hand out the toilet paper after at the end of each game, or the towels. All right, all right, we're done with this one. Here, go go, here, you, go, here you go, large man. Here's your towel. <laughs> and then you get the dirty ones. And then I get right the dirty ones thrown back on. Smells me. like sweaty crotch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Notice I did not say the p word on no, that. No, you did. Thank you. Okay, anyway, go ahead. All right, last uh, question here for our first uh, dive into Ghost Gab, Mike. And I think this is a pretty, um, it pertains to it's what very we talk pertinent. About. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Let me lean my head on what my hand. What is, I know, I, I know. <laughs> well, I'm trying to decide between two of these, so I'll go with this okay, one. Okay, go um, ahead. What is the main reason why a ghost would haunt a house? Ooh. Ooh, there's a lot yeah. to go with that. I know, but again, what first pops into your brain? Why do you oh. think a ghost hangs around a particular house? Okay, we all know and we always hear unfinished business. You know, that's that's like, you know, we hear that all the time. It's redundant, but true. Yes. Nope. And, um, and it's we think it is true. Very true. Oh, absolutely true. Um, and uh, it could be anger, sadness, uh and not wanting to leave a, a, a certain place or a certain person, uh, it has an attachment to whether they know what it is or not. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, uh, look at uh, the movie. Uh, what, what, uh, I'm losing it. So, but um, what you're saying, yeah, Mike's okay, looking around. Go ahead. Mike's <laughs> looking around his <laughs> shoulder frantically. He's trying to find like a DVD or something. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Beetlegeist, uh, yeah. Look at, oh, I, they sure. were stuck in that house. They tried to leave, but the goddamn sand sandworms were not going to let them go. That kept them there. That was spirit bound in their own house. But anyway, that's a bad analogy. No, it is. No, it's a great analogy. Uh, would Would it be safe to say that? Just judging by your answer, obviously the first thing popping in your brain was unfinished business. Is that what you kind of are exactly. going with? Is unfinished bu business in a variety of ways, or is it more of a, an oh. attachment thing? Um, well. Or they you know, don't know that they're dead type thing. I mean, what? Don't know that they're dead. That's very true. That they think that they're still living their daily life. Mm -hmm. You know, example, the others, you know, that movie ah, that we've talked movie. about before and, and just loved. Great movie. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, pissed off at somebody that they are going to be there and they're going to haunt your ass until you die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they feel you deserve it. Uh, <laughs> demonic uh, uh, um, hauntings. Oh, man. I know. There's you so know, many. They're there to... To, to cause the problem and notice i'm talking like i believe in demons i know um, you are i'm proud you know, of you that that they're there to uh change your way of thinking to to bring you down down to to make you kill yourself for crying out loud Ugh. 
you know, the pain, the scratches, the whatever, um, you know, ah, you lose, lose your sanity at the very least a lot. You know, that's that's the goal, it seems. That, you that's know? happened, yeah. So let's mark it down. Let's mark your answer down. Final answer for that. Let's mark your answer down. Final answer as uh, unfinished business. Is that fair? With a lot of baggage that goes with it. Yeah. Right, right. And I know there's so much, there, uh, there's so many different ways we can go with that one. But for tonight, for the first uh, dive into Ghost Gab, we'll say that, we'll say That's unfinished it. business. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with unfinished business. Okay, good deal. Well, gosh, Mike, we got so many things. I'm looking forward to diving in all of these segments. We're going to wrap it up with one final one um, for tonight. Because, again, we don't want to be... Uh, <laughs> Um, overdoing it with, right. but, but, with the um, alliterated segments. Okay, what? But I, Sorry. Uh, what was the best thing before bread? I, I don't know that answer to that question. Um, <sighs> listeners, if you have an answer, throw it out there. <clears throat> Were you supposed to say sliced bread in that? Is that? Isn't that the same? Well, sliced bread is the uh, correct answer. And okay, but if, it was, if it was a game show, I would have lost. Yeah, you would have got the buzzer on that one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Alex Trebek would not be proud of me. <laughs> Wherever he is, God rest his soul. Uh, this is a fun one to end with, Mike. Uh, haphazard Horrors here. We're talking about... Uh, no, not Haphazard Horrors. Sorry, we're talking about Monster Musings. We already did Haphazard Horrors, but this is... Yeah, don't um, go back to that again. We're no, but that. you know what I'm looking for? I think that's going to be a great segment, though. I like it. Uh, hopefully, we'll find out. You don't seem excited about that one. I'm happy I did. About I that. was great. I... Hey, I was proud of my answers. I really ripped them out there. I think you I think you did just fine. Yeah. I think gonna... it's I think it's actually being back on my my uh, mental health meds. Uh, very I, good. Very that good. I was out of for way too long. So my, I, 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 think, I was able to get them the other day and now I'm fine. But go ahead. I think a, a good idea and listeners let us know is that every other episode will switch up the segments. Okay. So oh, we, absolutely. We it's, won't it's not go gonna... Like next week, we will not do Ghost Gap. We will not do Monster Musings. We will yeah. not do Haphazard Horror. We will, in fact, do like Ooh. Paranormal Puzzlers. We'll do Blast from the Past. We'll do Supernatural Slant. We'll do Conspiracy Corner or something like that. And then we'll go back to what we did tonight. See what I'm saying? Right. But also, within these things, we, we have to do like the true crimes and the deep dive into a, yeah, of a, of a subject. I mean, like we, like we have. Yeah. Or like, like we're, trying, we're getting back into. We need to do that deep dive research and and put out what we know to the listeners no i i agree i agree so and and we're we're an open book here we don't do any really we don't mind having on-air production meetings that's what we're doing right now <laughs> so, yeah and trust us on the patreon content that it's going to be awesome awesome stuff i mean we already have like damn near 70 exclusive episodes 70 um they're uh, all yep. full-length episodes and they're they're really we've had a blast with them we think you guys will enjoy it and, well, and I hope the listener that we have on Patreon enjoys him. Yeah. You know. And there's a, there's a lot of other stuff on there too, man. If you're into our ghost hunting adventures, go go check it out. We are in the process. I am not joking. We no. are in the process because I will have time. No lie. No lie. We will have time this summer to make a return trip to the Sally house. Mike, yes. That is a plan. I cannot that wait. Is, that is a go-to plan that we have. I cannot wait. And it's going to be wait. different this time. It's going to be different. It's going to be better. And yes. we're going to do it properly and we're going to spend a hell of a lot more time yeah. investigating. And we're not going to eat McDonald's this time. Oh, because God. I, 
Boy, I spent too much time in that crappy, in that crappy bathroom. <laughs> there was a closet with a toilet. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, and, and the door wouldn't shut, and I was afraid that Patrick was going to come and peek in and stuff, and I did not <laughs> like that idea. Mike, what are you doing? You do not have to worry oh, about that. Oh, I'm sorry. You're wiping. I'll let, I'll let you have your hair. Oh. <laughs> anyway. You know, What's that smell? It smells like rotten McDonald's. <laughs> it's definitely not the ghostly sulfur smell. It's Mike. That's what it is. You know, I bet you if I wouldn't have been doing that, we would have, Sally would have been around a lot more. <laughs> would have gotten more, more I'm, action. I'm blaming your bowel movements. Okay, and Mike. We are going to try and sneak down to the basement this oh, time. We're not, even, yeah. Yeah, we're not even going to try to. We're going to. Which yes, reminds exactly. me, I was, I was watching uh, Nick Graff, former yes. uh, Ghost Adventures star and you know star of all, several other of his own personal ghost hunting shows. Yeah. Ghost he hunting was just Adventures. there the other night. He was just there, and he's posting several clips, and he was sleeping in the upstairs bed. Yeah, and he was there by himself. But, but I, I thought There's that was a, off limits. It was off limits. It's, it, there was a, what, I think there was a note there that said, do not sleep in the bed we sat on him so what did he, did he pay but, extra to sleep in the bed i mean well but he's nick Groff, though i mean but and, and you and i are just you know just i would have gladly struggling podcasters that are i would have gladly forked over a few extra if i had to or just i wouldn't even bother forking over stuff if people sleep in it randomly i would have gladly have done that instead of sleeping on that flipping floor that yeah, exactly. I swore yeah. was infested with mice. If you would have slept in Sally's room, and I would have slept in that other one that has so much weird activity oh, going on. Oh, man. And had the recorders going all night. Oh, why didn't my we gosh. do that? Why didn't we do that? Well, next time we got we got a, we, a bigger plan. And we but need, anyway. We need uh, several more recorders, too, for like each room. Velisca. <sighs> Just going to throw that out there. The only thing, if we would have left a recorder going... Last time, all we would have heard was Mike snoring. Um, yeah, and, and I, Pat Patrick farting a few times and complaining about the noises he heard out through the floor <laughs> in the basement. What's that noise? I keep hearing this noise. It's a sump pump. It's raining. And you know what? <laughs> I wasn't complaining. I told you that one no, time after I, after you woke up. Yeah. And you were you were intrigued, and I didn't say I, oh. I was. I was. Yeah. I wasn't complaining. Good lord! Right, you weren't. But you were complaining about the chair that you were going to sleep in because you heard, you swore you heard some rat in there. I thought, I thought it was infested in it with mice. <laughs> it looked like it very well could have been. Anyway. Uh, anyways, sorry, everybody. Okay, Mike, yeah, it's time for a weekly monster musings. These are random cryptid encounters of all things weird, strange, and mysterious. Uh, we'll, find, we'll have different sources for these uh, every other week, but this is fun. These are just brief encounters that um, we will share and discuss. Okay. This Check the, the, amongst the, yourself. Yes, it is not dated, but this is shared from a from one Cynthia Oxley. And I'm going to read exactly what she wrote, okay? Okay. She wrote, word. She wrote I, it's, it's a short little brief description. She said, I was night fishing on a lake with my back to a wooded area. I was in a chair with a small lantern beside me under a full moon. That's a great setting already. Very. I heard a noise and turned to my right to see what was coming out of the woods. I'm thinking it was a raccoon or possum. But I then saw a humanoid that looked like it was running on all fours with mm. its rump up in the air running straight towards the water. It was in estrus. 
<laughs> Sorry. Rump up in the air. Was it red by any chance? Was it <laughs> anyway? Was go it ahead. A, was I'm it sorry. a? Was it an in heat? It was a rogue chimpanzee. I was going to say, <laughs> it was an in You can tell it was a female because the breasts were swaying. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, that's a Bigfoot referral. Yeah. I was trying. Patterson Gimlin. But anyway, go ahead. I was trying to fit in my hilarious question if it was a baboon in heat. But uh, oh, okay. But Mike kept uh, talking over me. And that was I, I did. Well, I wasn't done talking. <laughs> so no. Go ahead. So she saw a humanoid that looked like it was running on all fours with its rump in the air. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going back. <clears throat> running to the water, I froze and slowly pulled my Bowie knife out from beside my left leg and had it ready to use if it came near me. This thing was beige in color under the moonlight now. She said it was hairless and naked. Hmm. She described it as moving fast, and it went into the water with hardly any noise. It disappeared underwater and didn't come up for air to surface. No idea what it was, and since she was busy catching fish, apparently it was a good night, she decided to not leave, and she stayed there until the sun came up two or three hours later. She goes, she asked, does anyone have an idea of what this was? Hmm. Humanoid, hairless. She at first thought it was a raccoon or a possum, but then when she got a better look, she described it as humanoid on all fours with its rump in the air, going under the water and not resurfacing. Well, it could have resurfaced down river a little bit where she couldn't see around the bend. Uh, oh, 100%. Yeah, a I, I got After gotcha. a fallen tree or something. But, exactly. you know, the first thing that comes to my mind, um, you know, a feral human being. Oh, that's a great one. That di no, I, that didn't even cross my mind. That's a good answer. De depending on the size of it, because you know, if it reminded her of a possum or a raccoon, it mm. was it that size, or did it seem like that as it was coming? And again, it's, you it's you're under the moonlight. Your perception, the size right. perception, is probably off. I mean, you underestimate or overestimate. So uh, yeah, yeah, she could, could be a, a young feral human being, Romulus and Remus. Why does that creep me out? Yeah. That creeped I, well, me I out that you said it was a, a perhaps a young wild man, basically. Feral human being. Oh man. I like that. Let's go with Raised that. Raised by raccoons and possums. So nothing paranormal <laughs> to you. Nothing cryptid related. Uh, well, yeah, it could be very cryptid. I mean, that's just the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be another species of something that we haven't found yet. Is it like She this? said it was beige, it appeared to be beige, and she said it was silent. Was this recent? More recent? I, I don't know. I said earlier okay. that there wasn't a date on it. I, I do not know. Huh. You know, could it be, yeah, like when Bigfoot first was uh, discovered, so to speak, by, by uh, more modern times and people, mm -hmm. you know, how many other species of things could be out there that we haven't found yet? Uh, I mean, every day there are new species of something being found, whether it's a... Uh, uh, an insect or a plant, you know. Oh, all the time, there. all the time. They're yep, exactly, Mike. New species you know, are discovered by the the thousands, you know, every year. Yeah. It seems. And you would think that, well, something like that, a feral human being, you think that, well, that would be easier to to discover. But maybe there's that intelligence that, like the Bigfoot, if they aren't going to be seen unless they want to be seen, or if it's a, a rare chance encounter, mm -hmm. like what she may have had. You know what popped into my brain right now? Could be silly. Tell me. Could be silly. No, don't think that. Just just say it. How about 
the young offspring of an interspecies relationship. I'm talking Bigfoot slash human. Well, I wonder what they do on Saturday nights for a date. What type of date would exactly? Yeah. Would Bigfoot be polite? Would he pay for everything in his own Bigfooty way? He doesn't have to pay for nothing. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But how, would he be charming? Would he be able to to swoo a lady off of her feet? Swoo? Well, swoop, <laughs> sweep swoon, a lady. Swoon, I was, yeah, I was mixing swoon and sweep off her off of her yeah. feet. Well, hmm. you know, we don't know all the personalities of a Bigfoot. All we know of is the account encounters that there've been. Uh-huh. You know, the stories of well, I was uh, uh, abducted by a Bigfoot for a week. You know, and stayed with their family and yeah. ate uh-huh. their whatever it was they ate. Uh, you know, uh, they 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 could very well have a sensitive side since they're more they're they're humanoid to me, and uh-huh. just in that different, huge, hairy form. Um, we don't know their personality. We don't know their their uh, um, their thoughts on any structural, uh, you know, whatever. We had um, that was one of our first episodes that when we originally switched to the paranormal zone, uh, Mike. The story about the man claimed to have been kidnapped by Bigfoot. Right, exactly. It was a great story. Um, and he the only the only way that he escaped was sliding his pouch of chewing tobacco to the daddy Bigfoot and then uh, the daddy Bigfoot ate it and got nauseous and he was able to escape. Albert Ostman, I believe, was the old man's name. So and He started throwing up bugs and different plants and things that he and <laughs> chunks of, of fish that he'd... <laughs> Man. I'd run too. I'd be gone. I'd, or otherwise, oh. I'd be puking. I, I would not be able to handle that. Now, do you th- imagine the sound that a Bigfoot would make puking? Oh, God. I wonder if, I I wonder if any of that was what was picked up on Ron Moorhead's yeah. <laughs> Sierra Sounds. <laughs> it was actually him barfing into like a, a sandwich yeah. bag or something. Oh, when when he was flipping the toilet lid. <laughs> I love anyway. that. I love that part. Oh, it's just, it's just flapping <laughs> on the lid. Now, getting back to Bigfoot uh, yes, sleeping yes. a woman off her feet and producing a love child, a, a love thing, person, a human foot. I don't know what you would call him. Well, there are some sick humans. Do, out there, do you think sure. Bigfoot would have uh, the knowledge to maybe perhaps put on some deodorant? I mean, we hear that this guy stinks. I think they love the way they smell, and that's what they just what they stay with. And it's natural. That's all natural. Yeah, it's all natural. Yep. Okay. So yeah. you know, maybe, maybe Mike, it was you say like a feral wild man. Maybe I threw out the weird suggestion. It's the offspring of an interbreeding. Yeah. Uh, catastrophe. All of those. All of those can be considered cryptids to me, as far as I'm. Oh God, yeah. It's still yeah, a cryptid yeah. uh, situation, but. Well, Mike, I think it's time to wrap this one up. This has been great. This has flown by. Holy crap. Um, had a good time, my friend. Had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So are you ready for uh, more of this? We're going to continue this new uh, format uh, until we get told not to. Does that sound okay? <laughs> That's right. But, you know, I, always, I, always, I just want to stress again, uh, you know, okay. the deep dive subjects, the, the, it's, it's not always going to be like a fun and game thing. I thought you were going you to know, throw out some more ponderables. paranormal, though. What? I thought you were going to throw out another uh, wonderful ponderable there for a second. That's why I sighed. Uh, I sighed deeply. It's okay. You don't have to. You've done just fine. 
if Barbie is so popular, why why do you have to buy her friends? I don't understand that either. I don't know. No, that's a good what, one. What do you call a defective milk dud? If it's already a dud, what do you call it if it's defective? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. Yes, please. Stop. What What happens if you put a chameleon into a mirrored box? <laughs> Ponder that one. Ponder. Anyway, that's what I'm going to finish that with. Okay, thanks. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. So next week... My shepherd is surrounding me. She knows we're about done. I know. They can sense it. Well, uh, again... Every episode. um, We hope you guys stick around with us during this. uh, Again, nothing too drastic as far as the changes, but some subtle changes to the format. Uh, We think it'll be for the better. We think it'll be fun. But starting in April, we're we're, uh, limiting the flagship episodes to two a month, and we are... Not replacing them, but we are maybe making up for that fact with multiple Patreon-exclusive episodes in the same month. Yeah. And don't think that we're trying to force you into becoming Patreon members. (laughs) No, 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 no. Mike and I... Maybe two episodes of the flagship a month are going to be too much for people already still. Right. You know, know, in all sincerity, we've had a a good back and forth about this. I mean, because it's a hard decision to make. It really, really is. Because we also want to throw in there, we have to do more video YouTube content. We just have to. I've been been talking to Patrick about this for Mm. for years i know well we've We've got got to do video i know it's a hassle for him i mean he doesn't like to think of it a hassle because he's putting out something that's really good but um it takes more time it it takes more whatever but you know i've just had bad luck with it i've it's been frustrating but but we have to do it we have to do it but what this do but what's it hopefully what this will do will free up more opportunities for us to do this you know, yes. we want to have more YouTube exclusive stuff. We want to continue with the flagship and we want to have more Patreon. And to do that, we simply have to kind of slow down on the flagship episodes and see how that goes. And yes. um, we're looking forward to it. We're excited. Um, yeah. Again, if you want to, if you enjoy the content, there's no better way to support us than give the Patreon page a shot. It's growing, it's great, and it's only going to get better. That's no joke. Um, lots and lots of content coming your yeah. way. So. My thing is, too, is that we want to keep you all updated on this. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, like uh, like when when we changed the name, well, somebody screwed up with that a little bit. Okay. But, all right. Well, you know what? You also lost awesome EVPs, okay? I did. Oh, well, absolutely. I'm not, hey, I'm not coming <laughs> down on you all. But when French people swear, when French people swear, do they say, oof, pardon my English Okay, just just end now, okay? Because I'm, okay, I'm done. I'm you done. had you had some good ones. The last yeah, three have I, they've been duds. You had one that was a pun on a dud, and <laughs> it was a dud. Yeah, I know. So um, let's just let's just stop. <laughs> let's let the listeners go. Let's let the listeners digest tonight's episode, um, and let us know what you guys think of the uh, the new format. We're going to stick with it. We think it'll be. Really, really cool and really, really fun. And, and we want to do it for the betterment for all of you. And it's 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 what we do, what we want to do, what we want to make better. Yes. Better content. 195%, you know, because this is a passion of ours, and um, we hope you guys we, enjoy it. It's a love and passion of ours. I, I've got, like, what? I've got, what, 10 years just about. I know. Whatever. 
invested in my soul and my heart with this crappy shit that we put out. <laughs> I mean, so. Uh, but if a if if the cops arrest a mine, oh, for God's sake! Do they still have to tell him he has a right to remain silent? Yes or no? Yes, because okay. they, they have to by law. They yeah, have because he they really can talk, and mine's freaked me out, so I, I don't even know why I said that. Okay, Mike. Anyway, we have to finish this on this note. Peace out.